Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Grant Holt, striker and Norwich City legend. Played for Norwich, Forest, Rochdale, Hibs and basically every team who ever existed, including one in Singapore. Winner of League One, the Scottish Championship and Norwich Player of the Year, three times running. Also genuinely enjoyed a career in wrestling and, of course, an author. But let's see what the book club thought in today's The Football Book Club. I thought it was cracking, really. It was the book that Kevin Phillips wishes it was. I was going to read some in the bath and thought, I need to give this book back. I can't do that. I reckon it was me that led him to become a pro footballer. What chocolate bar is Grant Holt describing? Whee! Yes. Hi! <laughs> yeah! Hello! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club. The only book club where instead of literary classics, each week we read yet another obscure footballer's autobiography. Less Mark Twain, more Paul McShane. I'm James Bug, and over the weeks, we're going to be reading classics such as Diego Costa's The Art of War and Frank Worthington's One Hump or Two. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> but today we're reading Norwich hero Grant Holt's A Real Football Life. And reading it with me, a Jack Bernhardt. Hello. Natasha Daniels. Hello. And James Balgen. Hello. So uh, there's a bit of a caveat to this book. It is one of the most difficult books to get your hand on <laughs> in the world. Like it's, it really it's, it's almost impossible. I'll, I'll, yeah. get, I'll get to that later. But it's technically not available on Amazon. However, oh. that, hasn't, that hasn't stopped people reviewing it for some reason. <laughs> Basil Boy. Uh, Basil Boy sadly hasn't uh, reviewed Aww. this one. I think he's yet to buy it. But basically, you can only really buy the book on the Norwich website. This is a con, isn't it? I quite like that. Though. It's quite exclusive. We're part of a very exclusive club now. That's true. We are um, the only four people ever to have read the book. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grant Holt, for writing an exclusive for the football game. Yeah, that's very kind us. of you. <laughs> We're quite a heavy Norwich podcast anyway. We talk about Norwich a lot. We yeah, do. I would say we're 90% Norwich now. Obviously, we yeah. did Hucks before. Now we're moving on to our boy. And, uh, also, Grant. and every week, Ken Zong will sing a song about Norwich. Yeah, I feel he's like changed we... now. He's changed to Wigan. He's Wigan know, now. I, I feel like we probably talk about Norwich more than anyone else who isn't in any way. I have got quite into Delia Smith during lockdown. Maybe that's yeah. why. I've been eating nothing but Coleman's yeah. mustard. <laughs> 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 I've been in lockdown with Alexander Tetty. Uh, <laughs> that's the a channel five documentary <laughs> yeah um and it ruined my life uh but uh yeah in terms of actually getting the book we had to rely on uh two friend a friend of mine called george and his friend holly the only two people in london i think who own grant holt's autobiography <laughs> and somehow i tracked them down and um is the first one I haven't got the book with me because we've had to send it to each other. Yeah. I was quite upset that when it arrived, no one had written me a little note in the front. I, so I, sorry, I, I sent it to Tash and I, <laughs> I was going to, and then I thought it'd be weird. So I spent about like genuinely five minutes being like, should I write something in this? Like, here he you wrote go. loads of things to James. He wrote loads yeah. of messages <laughs> he to did. James. Oh, rude. There was two A4 pages that he'd written to me inside. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Right. And it just said book, 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 over and over. <laughs> <laughs> two pages. <laughs> yeah. um, so, do you want to hear these reviews? I forgot what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, I have got a five-star review from Lisa S. called Kept the Other Half Quiet. Oh, my God. Lisa Scott Lee read this book, right? <laughs> Lisa Scott Lee. Or uh, Lisa Simpson. One of the two. Kept, I don't think Lisa Simpson's got another half, so I don't think that quite makes sense. Okay, much. yeah, that's fair. Lisa Scott Lee married to Andy Scott Lee. 
possibly. Was that a brother? Oh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the uh, Andy Scott Lee <laughs> book club. The family uh, tree of the Scott Lees. <laughs> well, basically, Lisa S. loved it. She said uh, her hubby loved it. That is the oh. five-star review. Yeah. You can't... I, we've had this before where someone has reviewed a book on behalf of someone else. Yeah, I agree. I it's a like real cop-out. That's cop always out. a cop-out. That's always a cop-out. Because you're what? Are you just watching them read it every five seconds and seeing what their reactions are? True. But then I also <laughs> looked into her reviewing history and uh, she'd reviewed some flexible joint tablets on behalf of a dog. So I guess the dog can't type it up. So... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to go into more depth about the book. We'll be doing a dramatic reading, a quiz at the end. And, of course, Ken Zong is back with another chant about an ex-Wigan player. But first, let's go around the group. In a sentence or two, what do you think of the book? Uh, James, let's start with you. I really enjoyed it. Ah! Ah! Oh, that's yes. good. Uh, Tash, you felt yeah, the same? Yeah, I actually I quite enjoyed it. I found the ending a slog, but the beginning was a real roller coaster. I loved it. Oh, see, I preferred the second half. Ooh. I thought oh. it, it picked up as it went on. I was like, all right, now we're getting to the real stuff. It, it, I didn't really like the beginning too much. Okay. I, oh, you okay. hate children, though, don't you? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> a big <Yeah>. part of it. <laughs> yeah. Grant not a child in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack, uh, what do you, the thoughts on children, first of all? Secondly, <laughs> thoughts on the book? Uh, pro and pro. Nice. Do you, you enjoyed the book, Jack? I enjoyed the book. I thought it was a really fun read. I thought Ooh. it was. Uh, I thought it was cracking. Really, I feel like it could. It was the book that Kevin Phillips wishes it was. <laughs> yes. In the sense that he should have got Grant Holt to uh, ghostwrite his book. He really like should've. Louis Saha was meant to do it for Patrice Evra. Was that right? Something like that. I mean, it's been it's been years since these those yeah. episodes. I can't remember. <laughs> I I did quite feel like. I felt like he actually wrote this book, you know? Mm, yeah. It felt quite honest. So I think that's why I kind of liked it a little bit more. I agree. It had a lot of character. And also, I don't know. I, I, I know who Grant Holt is. I wouldn't say I've got any uh, great sense of, uh, you know, what he's like behind the scenes. But I thought he'd be a bit of a wind-up merchant all the way through. But mm. he was actually like, he, he, was, he was different to how I thought it came across. He was very, you know, he, he was funny all the way through. And yeah. like and self-deprecating. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and also like surprisingly progressive. A lot of yes. the way through, he had a lot of little yeah. um, asides where he's going like toxic masculinity. Yeah, that Idiots. sucks. I, yeah. hate, I, hate, yeah. I hate toxic masculinity. He 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 does. He genuinely yeah, does. Yeah, he genuinely does. Yeah. There's a bit where he was like, uh, "I'm holding my my baby for the first time, and I didn't cry. Not because I'm toxic masculinity or anything like that. Not that yeah. rubbish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's because when you have a baby, how could you be sad? I quite like that." <laughs> good attitude he's cute. yeah he's a sweet guy i how did everyone read this book um because I, I read it i think i read it in a the way that grant intended it uh i read it on the Eurostar. i read half of it then i watched uh, ferris bueller's day off <laughs> and then i read the rest <laughs> yes <laughs> see i At read what? the entire thing in the bath and he has a chapter the whole called, thing yeah and he has a chapter called Bubble Baths Have a Little Respect and Disconnect. And I was like, me and this guy are on the same level. <laughs> Do you think he wrote it in the bath? Maybe. It, the pages Tasha. were a bit wrinkled. Not in one bath, can I just... Yeah, you must have been incredibly wrinkled because that book was 300 pages. No. <laughs> also, I will say, this is a loaned book, Tash. That, that is, that is <laughs> yeah. playing with fire. <laughs> Holly or George, yeah. if you're listening, uh, Sorry, I didn't you might want to tune no. out. No, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, actually, at one point, I was going to read some in the bath and thought, I need to give this book back. I can't do that. So I didn't. Oh, Ooh. now that's kind of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, James is a good guy. I read it in a jacuzzi, but. Let's get into it. Front cover. I like the front cover. Do you? I really like the front cover. It reminds me of a hard fight album. Okay, yeah. I see. I know it's you a mean. bit like <laughs> Naughty's indie yeah. lad vibe with the yellow typeface, and yeah, I quite liked it. It was that's it was like very someone fun. listened to loads of whatever people say I'm. That's what I'm not, and then made a really <laughs> crap album a few months later. <laughs> this would be the cover for it. I loved it. Okay, so, so basically, for those who haven't seen it. It's him in a changing room, I'm guessing celebrating Norwich's promotion, uh, yeah. doused in champagne. 
but, <laughs> but it's like they've chosen he's, he's really the good. worst possible yeah the worst possible face for him like they must yeah. have gone through like so many to be like oh he's not gurning quite enough there it's like he's going <laughs> if he had he should have had live photos on you could have chosen the right uh, yeah, the yeah, right frame for that picture switch yeah. switch to the uh, to another photo please i feel like it's a photo then... that should be in a picture section which surprisingly there isn't one which was disappointing no well picture yeah section. i wonder if there is one in the hardback but I'm not paying twenty quid times four to the Norwich. <laughs> to the Norwich, <laughs> to, the Norwich <laughs> to the scammers, shots. to the so Carrow Road yeah. scammers. <laughs> those photos are dead to me. Um, yeah. Also, a lot of chapters in this book. I have a lot of chapters. Yes. And James, James, you love the names. I mean, that was one of the pluses of this book. Just the yeah. I, I haven't got any written down. Have you got any? Have you got any that you can? I've got one. Uh, battered sausage, swan attacks, and goals, goals, goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all quite that fun. That sounds like a. Uh, that sounds like a VHS from like the nineties by uh, Nick Hancock. Like Nick Hancock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite was sacked managers, wedding days, and Chesney Hawks. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it so sounds good. like a snog void, doesn't it? Sort yeah, of like yeah. yeah. Of that. <laughs> also, like each each chapter is like is like three pages long. It's so yeah. it's so odd. Yeah, it's they're like, very short. Yeah, as yeah soon as he's, and there's and, thirty-one chapters from memory. Yeah, and they're all very yeah. short. And each because each chapter will be like one thing, one thing, and another thing. So if you're ever reading the book, you get to like halfway through the chapter, and he mentions a thing, he'll be like, "Anyway, I had a battered sausage." And you're like, "Oh, that's yeah. battered sausage." <laughs> cool. Later on, there'll be Chesney Hawks, and oh, I saw Chesney Hawks. Okay, cool. Yeah, you get that movie on. title thing thirty-one times throughout the yeah. book. So. Like, oh, that's the name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um jack another thing you loved is uh forward uh forward forward uh from uh <laughs> hey, i'm gonna keep doing that joke uh <laughs> non-stop yeah um from a guy who we haven't seen pop up yet uh jake humphrey of bt sport and being tall fame <laughs> <laughs> is it because he's being tall yeah he's extremely tall i think that's why he was asked to write the forward no, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As the tallest man I know, please. It's a great, it's a genuinely a very, very funny foreword. Uh for I mean mostly it, it's an odd start because it starts with him going, You are going to love this book, which is very aggressive. <laughs> as like uh as a person reading it, it felt like he, it was kind of grabbing you by the lapels and going, because I, I Do you think Norwich me- put pressure on him? Norwich well, yeah. like, look, people are paying 20 quid for this book. You can't tell them it's great. Have the first line be, it's going to be really, really good. Also, I wonder who else is, because he sort of says, like, maybe, like, why have you, he, at one point, is like, why have you read this book? Is it because you're a Norwich fan? Do you just like lots of football teams? Maybe you just like people who try really hard. I can't possibly say. Um, yeah, that's, sort of, that's not really be, what a forward has to be. Yeah, it was sort of like, it was like begging you to carry on reading. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is a book? Uh, <laughs> Webster's defines it as. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's. But we're really, making it sound terrible. It is generally very good. It's generally a very good forward. Uh, it's mostly really good because at the end of it, he has a series of testimonials by uh, by just, it seems like Norwich fans. Uh, and Paul McVeigh. And Paul McVeigh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Norwich fans, Paul McVeigh, Brian Gunn, who's a manager. But then they're yes. all just, there's some, cause, so I was fascinated by his people because he would say like a testimonial and there's stuff like, he played for the badge on the front of the shirt so we'd never forget the name on the back, which uh, sounds like he's dead really <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. it's the type of thing you would say at a funeral um but I, I looked up who these i looked up who these testimonies are from some are from yeah as you say brian gunn uh paul mcveigh one is um ashley howell director of regulatory affairs at aviva <laughs> who aren't aviva based in norwich they are yeah so it sort of has a weird connection and also the best well there's uh the second best one is dc kim taylor who is a detective constable and then the last one the one of the the other ones is um from someone called ibiza jack yeah who is that guy i beat the jack i looked up ibiza jack no record wow are you ibiza jack <laughs> on the yeah. hmm. Ibiza jack says legend is an overused word but never is it more applicable and the fact that he's called Ibiza Jack, I feel like he's someone who uses the word legend a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he says it like three <laughs> times. Three times a yeah. sentence. Legend is an overused word, but that was a legendary breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it sets you up. sets you up very nicely for the whole yeah. thing. I think it, get, it gets you into it. And it, the whole thing does feel quite chummy. It is like Grant's giving you a big old hug and letting you know his stories and... 
pulling you over, sitting you on his knee. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> you know why that is, though? Why? That's because he's an Aries and he talks about being an Aries quite a lot. And that's just what oh. they're like. You know? See, yeah. Tash, you're very good for star signs because in the nicest <laughs> possible way, I've, I've never entertained star signs as a thing. But I think you've mentioned that several times <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. But he said, Grant Holt he, he does says say it, in yeah. it that he is an Aries. And I think... Oh, I read he says he is Aries. The, the god. I misread that. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, me i'm aries the god but of that's war. why i think this book was written for us because there's something for all of us in there and that i think he put in there for me oh uh, okay that's nice. <laughs> i think he possibly is a superstitious guy as well yeah. there's a bit yeah. where uh later on in the book he says they had a third child because a, a gypsy as he says <laughs> predicted it in covent garden that's so weird. So they had yeah. to make it happen. <laughs> so buckle up, guys. That's what the kind of stuff you're going to get used to in this episode. Young Grant Holt. Uh, what do we think of the beginning, guys? All that. I mean, James, we already know that you don't like children, uh, so you <laughs> ignore this whole section. But um, there's a bit right from the beginning I really liked, which where he says. Um, Football for me has always been about the whole culture of turning up to a match, of being around the smell of deep heat, of lads putting on knee bandages, others putting Vicks around their eyes. Football for Grant is about first aid, in my opinion. <laughs> See, <laughs> I read that it. is about football. He should have been a doctor. I read it as the same thing, but he just likes strong smells. He, you, he sets it up like he's yeah. going yeah. yeah. to talk about, he talks about the culture and you think he's going to say, you know, like, cleaning your boots or playing on muddy pitches or whatever and he's, he just lists strong smells after that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I quite liked the early bit I thought yeah. when he when he talks about when he's playing non-league and he was like oh I ne- was never that bothered about winning but I wanted the bonus so my mates could get their kids Christmas present and stuff I was like this has set me up for what Grant Holt is the whole way through that was that was very yeah. sweet that bit that yeah. was almost too sweet yeah, yeah. because it, it because it kind of it seems like um, because he has this meteoric rise uh, at the age of about 26 or so. He kind of yeah. really wants to be back up the divisions. Um, yeah. And it, see, it feels like that um, that real commitment, that drive kind of comes a bit later when he has all these opportunities going his way. Not to say he doesn't work hard. He does work really hard, you know, traveling all around the world to go play for different uh, yeah. different clubs. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. At the beginning, he's much more like, He's a very everyman at the beginning. And he doesn't yeah, seem... Yeah, he says, he makes some comment about, like, when he was working in the tyre factory. If a tyre fa- if a tyre ripped, he wouldn't stress out about the day later. So if a game didn't go his way, he wouldn't stress out about the day later. And I was like, this guy's got a bit more perspective than yeah, the others I, I, that we read re- and they I go really home and, like, like set fire to a car or something. True, yeah. yeah. Or just yeah. lose it in Jermaine Pennant's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget he had it. Yeah. yeah. Again, allegedly, we can't. Uh... Allegedly, sorry, <laughs> Andrew, if you're listening. <laughs> he, but he, yeah, at the top, at the top, he does seem very like. There's a bit, a bit later on where he's, I think, a manager says to him like, "Oh, you think he's playing at Barrow?" And he's like, "Oh, do you want me to tell you if anyone comes in and like ask you to put you on trial, uh, like to go on trial to another team?" And he's like, yeah. "No, I'm okay actually. If, if, <laughs> if my life could just be." I, I work in a tire factory and I play for Barrow. That'd be great. And that's it's Grant, United are on the phone. Ah, yeah, you're, right. ah, you're <laughs> fine. Don't worry about well, it. Well, there's a bit, isn't there, where he says, "Oh, I nearly didn't go to the Wednesday trial because it had cost me forty quid in petrol." Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, because they they sort of go like, "Oh, can you can you come to another day?" And he's like, "Well, I've already booked that day off, so <laughs> yeah. I have to I'll do go. it then." Actually, to be honest. You might say you don't want to move on to anything else. There's one club he would love to move to, which is Carlisle, his local club. And he says yeah. he says something at one point, which is like, I always said if I ever play for Carlisle, I wouldn't kiss the badge. I'd lick it. I don't know yeah. what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Uh, so when I moved to uh, Rochdale, I, uh, I would kiss the badge. When I moved to Shrewsbury, I would uh, lightly <laughs> caress it uh, with yeah. my tongue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I moved yeah, to Norwich. Scale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I really liked the bit quite early on about his dad, uh, mm. where apparently his dad was incredibly competitive to the point yeah. that he would. <laughs> At one point, his brother walked in on him playing Tiger Woods golf yeah. on the Sega station on, on the Sega know, on, on yeah. Sega, uh, yeah. and he apparently made a mess up a shot, so he grounded him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Such> <laughs> an incredibly petty <laughs> thing to do. Friend. And then he grounded his friend as well. Oh yeah, yeah he oh, grounds his friend as well. He does ground his friend. <laughs> so weird just imagine if you went over to a, to your, like your friend's house 
And he was like, hey, watch this. Hey, dad, missed the shot. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. You're grounded and you're grounded too. Um, but I, I agree with you, Jack, about um, the dad. Very sweet, the whole relationship. And um, a sad thing to mention, but his dad does um, pass away quite early on in the book. And yeah. Jack, we messaged each other about this. That it was it was really, really nicely written and extremely sad really and moving. Written. It was it was so well mm. genuinely it was so well written. I wasn't expecting it to be like I mean, obviously, you know, I think with all of these things, it's very difficult to go into a serious event like that. But it's just it was there's a bit where he talks about how he was I think he was playing for Oldham at the No, was it Oldham? Halifax. Must be Halifax. Yes. He didn't play for Oldham. Uh, he was playing for <laughs> yeah, Halifax at the time. <laughs> <Be weird. Yeah. laughs> he was playing for uh, Bayern Munich. <laughs> <laughs> but he no, he drove so he like drove up to see his or he went to the car, like to the hospital, uh, and apparently just stood sat in the car for a while because he didn't want to go in because going in would make it real. And that was just the bit that was so yeah. so like heartbreaking and brilliant. Like Yeah. It, it really took me by surprise. I, I agree. It was it was it was a it was a tough part to read, and I thought it was very sweet that he wears shin pads with the day his dad passed. Yeah. Every game. That, that was the moment I was like, okay, this is a different Grant Holt to the one I imagined, and I thought it was really, 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 really moving and really brilliantly written. Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot one thing that is great about this book. Oh, sure. Uh, every chapter has years. Oh, oh, yes. good point. I know. Yeah. Oh, bliss. Absolute well, bliss. Thank you I mean, so Marcus much. Marcus Hanneman had days. Marcus Hanneman had days. Oh, but Marcus <laughs> Hanneman had days, but he would say, like, eight years ago, I was in Seattle while saying. He's just he such was... a big nerd, Marcus Hanneman. I hope I never meet him in the street because I'm going to deck him. <laughs> Tash, this is really building up. You gave that book Honestly, six out of ten last time. <laughs> yeah, but I've, the more I think about it, the more annoying I find it. <laughs> I, think Ta- I don't think Tash I can reach to... him, but I give it a go. <laughs> Tash is able to separate the art and the artist. You know? I cannot. True. <laughs> Maybe um, Jake Humphrey will let you sit on his shoulders. And he yeah, just yeah. Puts a punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, that's true. You can actually gauge when things are happening. You're right. Yeah, yeah like I is... actually know how old Grant Holt is. I was yes, aware of it. That happens to go on Wikipedia and research. Yeah, and be like, it, yeah. okay, so at this point, he's 90, in 1993, that must make him... Uh, like, I, it would actually just say, like, when he was, how old he yes. was, or, like, what year it was. It was so good. Now, I, because of the kind of accuracy of what he says, I've been able to pinpoint something in this book that I think I may have played a role in. <gasps> oh, my God. What? what? Is, yeah. Is this like when James got that um, Coca-Cola uh, a little card. bit like that, yeah. So oh, you may God. or may not remember that he says that uh, he went, he was having a bit of trouble with his leg and then he went to Alton Towers and someone slammed a thing down on it and it meant that he had oh. to go into pre-season training early and if it wasn't for that, then he feels like he would never have become a pro footballer. Yeah. I yes. worked on the rides at Alton Towers at that no. time. No. And no. I was horrible and was probably hungover. So I reckon it was me that shoved his leg that led him to become a pro footballer. No way. <laughs> yes way. That, that Grant, is mind if you're listening. Blowing. If you're listening and want to, and want to thank Tash for everything she did. <laughs> Doesn't he say yeah. because it's because we should we should tell the actual anecdote in the thing. It's like he goes to Walton Towers and he has his leg in like a horrible bit of traction and he says that a a woman who worked there like slammed slammed the roller coaster <laughs> thing down his leg. Yeah, and, and he, and like, he calls her a horrible Aries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Grant said. That's what Grant said. Oh, Grant's going back in my bad book. But no, I, I honestly, it the timing works out. So I'm just saying. It, and incredible. I was, you know, that sounds a lot like me, to be honest. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Baffling. I agree. <laughs> This is this is our biggest uh, exclusive yet, and and so we've had go. the guy who sells Christmas trees to Glen Roder. <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely mind blowing. Oh my god! Wow. God, that isn't so. Um, if if you're listening, Grant, if it was on either the Black Hole or the Nemesis, it was me. Just saying. Wow. <laughs> I've I've never been to Alton Towers, but I really wish I'd gone there now. <laughs> my life, yeah. I wouldn't be doing this stinking podcast. <laughs> 
Alton Towers has got this crazy woman who can turn people <laughs> into pro footballers. And, and she told me I was going to have a third child. Yeah. <laughs> right, moving on from Tash, uh, you know, being like the uh, the sliding doors moment in his, in his life. I actually, I don't like the idea that like we've somehow impacted on this book. It freaks yeah, me out. It, makes it, it genuinely dirty. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Tash, did you ever work for a curtain company in Venlo? <laughs> Because <laughs> my Yoshida is very angry with you. <laughs> um, at the end of every chapter, the, not every chapter, at the end of some of the chapters, um, there are some amazing things in the book. Um, <laughs> yes. Grant decides to break up this book in a way, a novel way, we haven't really seen so far, with his uh, top fives, basically. Oh. Uh, he starts with normal things like uh, his top five favorite players, uh, the top five players he played against. Uh, but then it gets uh, quickly mad. Um, Grant Holt's top five kids TV shows. <laughs> Grant Holt's top five reasons the North is better than the South. Uh, his top five service stations. And my favorite, Grant Holt's top five chocolate bars. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you what you think of that in a second, guys. But first of all, I've got a little game for you. You excited? Oh, no. oh yes. <laughs> oh, God. It, oh, yes. Is it about the top fives? It is. This game is cool. Yes. What chocolate bar is Grant Holt describing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jesus. guys, uh, you all ready for this? Yes. Number one. What chocolate bar is Grant Holt describing? Lovely bit of caramel with a small dollop of biscuit. Phenomenal. <laughs> oh, what chocolate bar is that? Boost. That is a boost. He calls a boost phenomenal. Is it boost? Yeah, that is a oh, boost. Oh, crap. Jack and Tash, you're both right. Sorry, James and Tash. Sorry, James Yeah, and Tash, I was wrong. You're both right. What did you say, Jack? I said Twix, like an idiot. Full, full, no, full, I... full, full, oh. full. The, the reason that I remember that it was a boost is because um, at one point he describes one of the coach's training sessions as phenomenal. But then I remembered that he also described a boost as phenomenal. So it's like hard to gauge. <laughs> it's hard to take anything seriously off that point, isn't it? I thought boosts, aren't boosts the ones with like the energy stuff in them? Is that yeah. a boost? That, that he really is. doesn't yeah. reference that, you know? Guys, we're getting bogged down on boosts. <laughs> Quite, there's still 17 more questions to go. Uh, okay, go. Uh, another one, uh, number two, what chocolate bar is this? Another one you don't see very often now. Hazelnut, nougat, and caramel. Great diversity. <laughs> is, that, what, is, that, is that a topic? Tash is right. Okay, Grant Holt doesn't know what diversity means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Do you think he's like? Oh yeah. Like diversity is really important in the workplace. Like yeah, you have to find lots of people who like topics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, topic is the correct answer. Number three. Uh, a quick one. This uh, three word review. Solid. Very solid. What Twix. Past that. Twix. Yes. Oh, James. Oh, nuts. James got that right with the delay. So you guys really suck. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number four. Gutted this isn't made anymore. I loved it as a kid. Chocolate casing with a creamy mousse. Perfect. Secret? Is yeah, correct, I've Jack. never heard of a secret. I've never heard what of it either. Secret? No idea what a secret is. I don't it know was if because he said uh, moose and it freaked me out. The idea of like it's something called uh, <laughs> like secret, which is a moose. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <me> out. <laughs> yeah, I've no idea what that is. If, if anyone's ever heard of a, a secret bar, get in touch. And finally, um, the most delicious thing of all, I could lick it all day long. What's he describing? <laughs> The uh, Carlisle badge. It is. James has got my badge. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Yes, James. That was a trick. Damn it, you I saw through my chick question. <laughs> you are. God, I need to start a new podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um... As you can tell with his chocolate bar questions, diet's very important to him. <laughs> uh, he, he has a battered sausage, curried fried rice, and chips a lot before every game. Yeah. So uh, that was really a... sweet. Where he uh, he's again, that's part of a superstition, which is he's like, oh, I played really well because I had a battered sausage and curry fried rice. Again, yes. another place where he gets his um, he gets his like Chinese food from a place that does sausages and chips. Yeah. yeah, like like Why Marcus Hannibal's low standards. Yeah, I know yeah, it's Marcus so Hannibal. bizarre. All his takeaways from one place got a Chinese Indian pizza. He was like, "Oh, it's so convenient. Yeah. It's not convenient. Yeah. Lebanese, it's disgusting." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and his because he has a, he's living with a, a teammate at that point whose name now escapes yeah. me. Um, and yeah. his teammate is very like we have uh, dinner at seven o'clock and it must be carbonara. Uh, or something like oh, yeah. that. So yeah. it, he describes like turning up with like a battered sausage, and the the roommate is like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you break our sacred it's thing?" It's carbonara is... night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then he then he scores loads of goals with it. So not with the battered sausage. That'd be bizarre. <laughs> yeah. But the top fives are, are, are amazing. They're what one of my favorite you... ways ever to break up the book. Yeah, I was going to say, what did you guys actually think of the top fives? Because it was very different from anything we've seen before, but it was also complete nonsense. <laughs> it was. It was. It was very partridge, especially the um, the service stations. In the service stations were yeah. particularly bizarre. I I think it had the effect of like being like breaking things up, but also undermining quite a lot of what he was saying before. Because he right. was at one point describing uh, one of his teammates who was like they did a like a memorial game for him because he uh, had got a very rare form of cancer, and how it's such a you know how we should make the most of everything that we've got in our lives at any one point. And then it segues immediately into the top five wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> which is just nonsense. But I feel like he was already struggling with the, with what he put in the book. What else would he come up with? Like top five, like dictators. Like what's he? What else? Would he, <laughs> like, Mussolini, <laughs> solid, very solid. Top five numbers, three, one syllable, nice and simple. It's like, what are these? <laughs> He does, yeah, however, in one of them, acknowledge that Stoke is the North, and that never happens. So I was quite pleased with him for that one. Oh, does Stoke get overlooked sometimes? It, no, people yeah, always the, say that it's South, and it's not. It's North. What? And he says yeah. it's... Who's saying yeah. that? I mean, uh, you say this is two, I count, two Southerners who count yeah. Yeah. as the North. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I count Walthamstow as the North. I live just below <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you kind of touched upon him living with his uh, friend for a bit. Uh, I love all the stuff about him moving around the world because he really did move around a lot. Uh, he was yeah. in Singapore for a bit, played in Australia for a bit, uh, went Shepherd Wednesday to Rochdale. He wasn't afraid to drop a division sometimes. I mean, he was... Yeah, like, sorry, he, carry he, on. He, he, he travelled the world, but he did go to Singapore, Australia, and then very much like Halifax, Rochdale, <laughs> yeah, Shrewsbury. True. It's not like... <laughs> yeah. Like, it's he a did a little tour of like, of... Uh, the North, yeah, after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've done Singapore, I've done Australia, where now? Rochdale. <laughs> 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 but I was... There's, um, there's some of these chapters uh, are really great. Um, there's one which starts, uh, really draws you in, uh, which is chapter 13. The first line is, did you punch Colin Calderwood is a question I get asked a lot. (laughs) 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 
I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, and amongst all of it as well, he talks about his personal life a lot, which is rare. Like, uh, I don't want to just uh, uh, pit Hux v. Holt, but Darren, as we mentioned several years ago, uh, never mentions his wife. Uh, yeah. And uh, Grant Holt mentions his lovely wife, Faye, and their kids. Too much. No, over and over again. It's really great. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it becomes quite annoying by the end. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. go through the goals against Colchester, please. No, it's, it's genuinely, it's genuinely it's, great. It's, it's really, really lovely. It I is. also like that she just has no time for football. She just hates yeah, it. She yeah, she's just, just not interested yeah. in it. But it's, it's actually but pretend. It, it's yeah. such a nice bit because, like, there'll be stories where he's like, uh, like when they lose, they lose seven one in this first game. Uh, when he plays for Norwich, he loses seven one to Colchester, and he calls Faye up, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And she's like, "Hello, how are you?" <laughs> he's like, "Have you seen the score?" And he went, "No." What What happened? Did you win? He went, "No, we lost seven one." She went, "Oh, that's not good." Anyway, I was going to say it's weird that she she doesn't even pretend that she likes football. She never goes to any game. She never even she doesn't doesn't know what the score is. And then weirdly, the one game she chooses to go to. I think it's like Darlington away and she almost gets smashed in the face <laughs> with the ball and I think her dad breaks her wrist or something. Yeah. It's like, no wonder she doesn't like going oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm cursed, I'm cursed. Or she's like, oh yeah, football, I know that sport, the one where I get hit in the face and my dad breaks his hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cool. I have to go to Darlington. <laughs> enjoy more of that. Um, but he, I mean, he actually says it's a real like positive. He seems to like talk about how like yeah. ha- talking to Faye and because Faye isn't interested in football, it means he sort of just switches off from yeah. it, which yeah. is really nice, actually. There's one moment where he switches off too much, uh, it, which in a in a segment that echoes Sean Gota <laughs> when he's um, when his wife when Faye is giving birth, uh, he's downstairs playing Call of Duty, <laughs> and she oh, yeah. and she calls him, and he just thinks she's lazy for doing so. <laughs> And then he eventually gets stops playing Call of Duty and drives to the hospital. And then they stop to buy a sandwich on the way. They didn't get any money out for the babies, uh, like Sean Gota and his wife. But, um, Which is ridiculous, because yeah. what what are they going to do when that baby comes out? Yeah, how are they going to buy their sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> but if it was Sean Gota and um, Faye having I mean, a baby, Faye... that would be a nightmare. The amount of times that they stop oh, for sandwiches yeah, and to true. get cash out. The baby would have been born at the side of the road <laughs> yeah. wrapped in a subway wrapper. <laughs> 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 but covered in cash i really like how he, he says that when he and Faye started going out it's really sweet uh well like they they must be like i think they're quite young aren't they they're like 17 or 18 yeah, yeah. so apparently Faye and her friends like asked him like grant do you like Faye?" and apparently he said no but then started singing it's just a little crush by jennifer page <laughs> at her big big <laughs> Which is amazing. It's a tune. What, it's a tune. What a way to tell you like someone. <laughs> and that's one of the rare moments of the book where he doesn't have to mention the year because that is so 1997 or so <laughs> thing to do that uh, it doesn't really, doesn't even need it. But yeah, it, that is great. And again, just gives you a little, like I think someone mentioned it earlier. You mentioned it, Tash, when you said um, the Chesney Hawks title of the chapter, which is because <laughs> he genuinely walks down the aisle to Chesney Hawks, I am the one and only. Yeah. <laughs> the level of self-confidence. I love it. Also, like, the, the blokes don't usually walk down the aisle, do they? Aren't uh, you he does. music the as well. To music. He does, yeah. To music, yeah. Like, isn't like that a wrestler. quite odd? Yeah, true. <laughs> Matt, is that what he came out to when he was wrestling? <laughs> Talking about his journey man days, uh, I've got this week's uh, dramatic reading. You excited yeah. for it, guys? Yeah, yes. I have no idea what it would be. Uh, there's so many bets. That there are loads of possible dramatic readings. That is a very good point. We had to had to re-narrow this down. The one that I've chosen is this dramatic reading is called Grant Holt laughs as his friend is attacked by a swan. <laughs> <laughs> Our first match of the season was against Scunthorpe at Glanford Park. It was a roasting hot day and we started the game really well. Absolutely battering them. After 20 minutes, out of nowhere, a swan swooped down and landed on the pitch. It was a bloody beast of a bird. <laughs> and it plopped down right next to our goalkeeper, Neil Edwards. The ref stopped play and Neil, trying to be the hero, went over to get the swan. Quite what he thought he was going to do it once he picked it. I'm not sure. Put it in goal with him. Adopt it. Have it with some potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Those three options are really weird. <laughs> yeah. In that order. Yeah. Right, first of all, I'm going to put it in goal with me. Then I'll yeah. take it home. Then and, it's uh, my son. <laughs> uh, 
and then I will eat my son. Yes. Very odd. Weirdly, a um, psychic in Covent Garden told him a swan would land next to him. <laughs> um, he crept up behind it and just he was about to lunge to grab it. The swan turned around, stood its ground and stared at Neil. It just stood there, eyeballing it, beak to nose. It doesn't say who belongs to who. Uh, it was like it was saying, you want some, do you, mate? Uh, next, the bird jerked its beak forward, grabbed Neil's glove, bit his fingers and took the glove clean off his hand. The players were in stitches. The ref didn't know what to do. The crowd was giving Neil all sorts of abuse. What would they chant? <laughs> ah, swan idiot. <laughs> Swan's got your glove, hasn't he, yeah, mate? Oh, you Look at that. swan boy. Glovey swan boy. Glovey <laughs> <laughs> swan boy. Um, where was I? Um, and I was just stood there thinking, please fly off with the glove. Please fly off with it. It didn't. Sadly, the Tadon dropped the glove. <laughs> Shame. That was the drama. Uh, took off, circled the ground for a minute until it got high enough and then flew away to huge cheers. <laughs> Unfortunately for us, after that, we were absolutely dreadful and Neil ended up letting in three goals. He blamed the swan. Beautiful story. To be honest, I think I think I would I would blame the swan, actually. Yeah. I was thinking about it, like, initially. Like, oh, it's unfair that you blame the swan. I think if a swan came up to my place of work and stole... Like my standing desk. Have yeah, you like played? Desk. Have you played um, Untitled Goose Game? It yes, I have. Like it should be the final level. In that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Steel Grunt holds mates. <laughs> yeah. I was reading about this and thinking it must be online somewhere. I looked it up and couldn't find it anywhere. Ooh. And like I found highlights of the match, but I didn't find highlights of a swan coming and grabbing the goalkeeper's glove. Now, if you were making the highlights package for this game. Yeah, yeah. just be that. like, Definitely. you know what? I'm not going to put the swan in. Maybe they just cut away like they do when there's a streaker on the pitch. They just, they, you yeah, know, you know, maybe they can use it for a naked woman. You wouldn't. It's not like because what they the reason they don't show the streaker on the pitch is because they don't want to encourage the streaker. But you're not going to do. It's not like they're going. Sky Sports are saying, oh, don't, don't encourage you to the, be a swan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we shouldn't encourage these swans, should we? <laughs> I feel like that would have made the news. Like I'm su- they would. I am surprised there's no video of that. Would have been everywhere. That's. Uh, we're we'll, we'll look into that. Let's get Detective Constable <laughs> Norwich involved. She <laughs> remember it. So after uh, all this time going around, all kinds of stuff, he goes to Shrewsbury, drops down from Forest, then he goes to Norwich, where he kind of makes his name. But the person he really loves is someone he meets at Forest and at Norwich, uh, Wesley Houlihan, who Ken wrote a song about, and uh, talking of which, who wants this week's uh, Ken song? Yes. Let's do it. Yes. Please. For those who don't know, uh, Ken is a friend of ours who rings up quite a lot and just <laughs> just makes up chants of footballers who don't exist anymore. Well, they do exist, but play- <laughs> don't chant anymore. <laughs> old footballers. He used to do it with Norwich ones. Uh, now he does it with Wigan players. Grant Holt was both of them, which is is nice. Oh, true. That's a good point. He did both yeah. Norwich and Wigan. Works yeah, nicely. Very good. This song's not about Grant Holt. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, to the tune of Cash's TikTok. Don't stop. Make it pop. DW blowing up tonight. We gonna fight till we get the score right. TikTok on the clock. Mario Melchior scoring. Got us. <laughs> I love uh, how little faith you had in that one. On paper, fantastic. But you were like, I reckon you looked at that and were like, I'm so far away from Mario Melchior. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a long way to go. <laughs> it seemed to take him forever to get to Norwich because that's how I remember him. And I kept thinking, course, all right, yeah, okay, yeah. next chapter, he'll be at Norwich. And he just kept, he played for like 85 clubs before he got to Norwich for some reason. And winning all sorts yes, of weird made up cups. We talked about that, James. He plays, he, he won some cups that just sound completely yes. made up. Um, I can't remember the name of them. Is it the Smith's Crisps Cup? <laughs> Smith's Crisps. <laughs> Smith's Crisps Cup. And then there's another one. I d- um, what are Smith's Crisps? I don't, I know. don't know. Auto windscreens shield. Oh, auto windscreen. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. Auto windscreen shield. Yeah, that's, that's a thing, thing, James. They really made me laugh. So I just thought, what other mundane sort of brands combined with a, uh, some kind of trophy <laughs> could he have won? So I thought of a few. That he could have realistically yeah. won. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Curry's PC World Trinket. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, nice. The, I think he did win that when he was at Rochdale. <laughs> 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 At Halifax, he may or may not have won the Duolingo Goblet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly sure I've won that for learning Spanish for 100 days. And um, 
I feel like when he was at Carlisle, he might have won the Hobbycraft Beaker. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot, you had a lot of fun making this. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> yeah, We could still award him the Hobbycraft Beaker. We could still just give him that trophy at some point. For We, we could. Yeah. But nothing's stopping us. Yeah. It's a free country. Yeah, I can make whatever the hell kind of branded trophy I like. But you're right. It does take forever to get to Norwich. But when he gets there, it's great. And it goes amazing for him. He gets promoted all the time. Bumps into Hucks. Bumps into Darren Huck. Yeah, that's like a slight Huckabee. crossover with Hucks. Um, there's another nice crossover. Uh, a big crossover with the first book. Uh, we, well, I say everyone. Everyone who listens will probably remember uh, Nigel Worthington kicking a skip in Norwich's changing room. Remember that, guys? Classic, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. There's another thing. I don't know what's going on in Norwich changing rooms uh, and what's hanging around all the time in there because it's in a game that you mentioned earlier, Jack, uh, the Colchester 7-1 in his debut, which a lot of Norwich fans will remember not very fondly. They lost 7-1 at home. And uh, in the changing room, they come back in and Wes Houlihan's kicking off. What the F was that? The goals are effing S. We're defending like C's. You can fill in the gaps. <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying anything to Theo. He was sitting there on his debut, absolutely gutted. That's a goalkeeper called Theo something. He's Australian. I can't remember his name. He's a th- th- he, and he drops uh, later on. It's really sad because Huckabee, uh, not Huckabee. Oh, God, I've done it. I've <laughs> confused Huckabee and Holt. I'm so sorry. Uh, Holt is walking out with him and Theo, I've forgotten his name again. Um, like His phone goes off and Theo drops his phone in front of some fans. And yeah, like, ah, you can't pick up anything, you idiot. And he never played for Norwich ever again. So sorry, <laughs> he got rid of it. Um, as a manager, you can do one of two things when you're fired and done at halftime. You can either launch into the players, uh, or you can go jovial, <laughs> jovial, <laughs> and put it down to one of those things. Oh, it's going great! It's brilliant. What a day! Um, <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah, yeah, like, this, is, this is weird, isn't it, guys? <laughs> oh, football, eh? Oh, five nil down at home. Oh. Uh, Brian tried angry, but it didn't quite go as he planned. He screamed and shouted a bit and chucked a bottle of sun cream in a rage. I imagine he thought it'd be angry statement, but instead the sun cream squirted out the bottle and flew absolutely everywhere, splattering all over people's suits. As soon as it happened, he apologised for it. <laughs> it's just such a funny idea. The idea of just like launching into people and then going, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sweet i i feel like i i feel like brian gunn is my um spirit like animal my, yeah patronus like he's my idea of like a a person in the sense that if i ever get angry and i ever do anything i then immediately go i'm so i'm really sorry about that i did not mean to get sun cream everywhere all over your face i'm so sorry he loves brian gunn as well he, and, he, and he also and grant holt loves him he does say he's great yeah and and actually to be honest grant holt has very few mean words to say about anyone yeah even true if they're yeah even if they, even if they mess of, up he's very honest he's very he's, he's honest very but on- he's nice about it yeah but brian gunn doesn't last uh they bring in paul lambert who he loves who he works with at villa again mm-hmm. later and at norwich also in between them they bring in some guys called butterworth and crook <laughs> he, he never he never says their first name but it sounds like some dickens characters like some debt collectors or something <laughs> it sounds like the people who stole the bodies in uh in the, yeah uh, in, like, all those two little mice in chicken run <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's who we brought in, amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there, guys. It's me, Butterworth yeah. and Crook. <laughs> what we're first going to do is steal some eggs. Um, <laughs> you want sun cream? It'll cost you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you how to fly, Grant Hull. I'll teach you good. <laughs> Very niche reference for Chicken Run there. <laughs> yes. uh, big crossover audience. All the Norwich stuff is great, though. He gets on the verge of the England team, which is amazing. Um, and it's a real love letter to Norwich, a lot of this. If you're a Norwich fan, it kind of makes sense they only sell it in the shop. But... Well, I see, I don't think it does in a way, because so much of it isn't about Norwich. True, and, like, but he really does love Norwich. He loves Norwich. He, so he so he loves Norwich, and it's great. But, like, it's I, I worked it out. Like, this book is, what, 280 pages long or something? Yeah. And, like, of that, maybe, like, less less than 100 uh norwich yeah. sure yeah something yeah. crazy like that and it's like i i'm not saying this is the reason you shouldn't get it if you're a norwich fan because you definitely should because it's cracking if you're a norwich fan yeah but for just sure that there's so much like he first mentions norwich in like page 150 and he first mentions it being like oh i remember them because they had a uh, horrible yellow top which we called the bird shit top <laughs> You're like, if you're a Norwich fan reading that, you'd be like, okay, okay. I have sat through 150 pages of Rochdale, Shrewsbury, <laughs> Barrow, tires, chocolate bars, and then the first thing that I hear is that the, sh- the shirt's terrible. 
Uh, it is true, but apart from that one line, uh, I think he's he's pretty affectionate towards. Norwich. Oh no, yeah, he is really. really and the, the England stuff's amazing. He, I, I really do get the sense when you read the book that it's beyond his wildest dreams. The fact that he almost gets in the England squad and he never expected it, and then you know everything beyond that doesn't it doesn't really matter. Like there's some quite fun stories. I think James Udy liked it as well. The all the stuff about you know Wigan and uh hibs and all the other clubs he goes to at the end um but in a way you know he's he's achieved everything by that point and it's well, um... yeah what's what's weird though i think is that because he, he talks about when he's at shrewsbury and he says like if i'd won the playoff because just before he moves to norwich yes yeah he um he Lose loses the, the playoff, playoff final yeah. uh against uh gillingham i think sure um and he says that if he'd won that he probably wouldn't have gone to the premier league which is yeah. sort of one of those crazy mm. things yeah that sort of has it's a really interesting That's thing. Second like... sliding doors moment after Tash uh, ruined his life. <laughs> 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 Tash saved his career, guys. Yeah. Come on. Um, he immediately went to Thorpe Park this time, and uh, where James Bug <laughs> smacked him over the head with. Uh... I have never worked in hospitality. <laughs> Sorry, apologies. <laughs> but but it, it, snobbiest he... thing I've said so far on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Only white collar jobs for Mr. Buck. <laughs> yeah. you know. Um but he but he says like when he's at Shrewsbury, if they'd won, and this makes sense and I'd never really thought about it, uh, if they'd won because they were in League Two, he yeah. had stayed with Shrewsbury no matter what. He would have stayed in League One. And by the time if Shrewsbury stayed up or probably more more than likely went down, yeah, he wouldn't have been able to get another big move yeah. because it would yeah. be too late. Yeah, so at the Norwich point, thing happens at exactly the right time. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. And he talks about how like his, the, his wildest dreams or like his his like you know like what I could potentially do. The big thing he's aiming for is the championship. That's it. Yeah, true. he isn't going true. for the Premier League. No. He's just going for the championship. Yeah, um, because the Premier League seems so wildly far off. Yeah, and and he ends it. Being on the verge of Euro 2012, which yeah, I vaguely, is, I vaguely yeah. remember. I vaguely remember the calls for him being yeah. in the being uh, being included there. Oh, actually, as a separate thing, something I loved in the book um, as a Spurs fan, the two best players he says he ever played against: uh, Modric and yeah. Gareth, Bale, Gareth Bale. Yeah, which, yeah. which I, I love. Brilliant Real Madrid players. <laughs> he also praises Ledley King as well. Uh, <laughs> he does who... praise, although he he says that they beat uh, they beat Spurs and Ledley King was fantastic. He almost uh, didn't get anything wrong, but then talks about how like Ledley King nearly gave away three penalties as well. Very funny. Oh yeah, that's true. Which is just very unledly. I think there was a swan on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's have enough of that. I've, I've had six months without any Spurs bashing. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back. Um, um, and then the book, the the, the uh, it ends with a letter to himself, which is a nice little way of ending the book. <gasps> yeah, it's really sweet. I, I love that letter to himself. Yeah, it's really sweet. So I loved sweet. it as well, but there is a problem. I knew with there was it. a book. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. no, it's really nice. It's really nice. But he wrote it when he, I mean, how old was he when he published his book? Thirty-eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah. roughly. Yeah. So yeah, it only came out last year. This book, I think, or two years ago. Yeah. So why is it to, written to? Was it to twenty-one-year-old? Because that's when he's going to give up. Yes. Is that who he writes it to? Twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, he home? writes it to twenty. Yeah, it's addressed to Tash. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that please. means next time I he's... see you, don't hurt my leg as much, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Right. What doesn't make sense about it is that means because he's printed it in this book. 21-year-old Grant Hall has to wait until he's 38 to see it when this book's out, which <laughs> is Did stressful. you want him to, like, put it in a bottle? And in but the that's it. If he'd have put it... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he'd, maybe he'd have put it in a bottle, taken it to the gypsy in Covent Garden. Maybe he could have got it to him <laughs> somehow. But he's, he's printed it in this book. And it, by this point, if he's reading it in the book, he, just, he could just read the book and find out more details. He doesn't need to... <laughs> Read the letter. It's well, at the end. James, you've forgotten. Th- they've just... taken this book to CERN, and this <laughs> yeah. is the book they're going to send back through time. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're sending this book back to 2002, Didn't to Alton Towers, 2002. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. like a, it's like a Grey Sports Almanac situation, is it? He's going yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. it to him somehow. Right, okay. All right. Okay, that's fine. That would be so weird if you had an inf- it, like uh, intimate knowledge of what's going to happen for the next like 15 years. Everything that's going to happen, all the craziness that'll happen, and you use it just to make Grant Holt's career slightly better. <laughs> Time well spent. Did this book change you? Um, Quick on this, if possible, guys. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I, yes. I, I'd say so. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I agree. Yep, it, me move too. On. Um, <laughs> what are we going to give out of 10? So on the leaderboard, we've had one book so far. Old Yurtsy, who got a disappointing five and a half out of 10. James, mm. what are you storing? Storing? What are you scoring, Grant? I'm going to give it a, uh, a, a, a six. What? Ooh, a, se- what? a seven. A seven. A seven. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said six. He said six. six. Well, I was going between six and seven. And You're so harsh. Wow. Seven. Seven. Okay, seven. Fine. Uh, <sighs> Jack. Eight. Tash. Uh, nine. Woof. Because I think it was like actually well written for one. I, I yeah. agree. I'm also saying nine. It's my favorite book so far. Yeah. It generally is my favorite wow. book so far. Oh, I love okay. McAteer's book, uh, but I think I prefer Grunt Holtz. Interesting. Okay. I, re- I really, really like this book. Um, I just don't believe that a swan actually came down and stole it. <laughs> and that, that cost it two marks, two points. That could, of course, it cost it two marks. <laughs> I really just now want to go for a pint with this man. So. Yeah, yeah, I do know what you mean. I, yeah. Come on, Grant. Let's go out. We're cool. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> In honor of his wrestling career for the quiz this week, we haven't even mentioned his wrestling career. We didn't mention so many other things. Um, I'm giving you're all wrestlers this week. Jack, you're the Undertaker. Brilliant. Tash, you're Trish Status. Status. Yes. I don't know. And James, you're Grant, the Incredible Holt. Holt. Uh, <laughs> you sure you want to do that with a delay? I've got. <laughs> no, no, please. I need the points. I'm not optimistic. You'll be getting all of these. Uh, number one. What is Heike Dikey? Oh, uh, the Undertaker. Yes. It's a game from Carlisle where you jump over fences. Hedges. Um, yes. Apa- that and, apparently, and hedges, oh, hedges, hedges, yeah. No, no, that apparently, that apparently only exist in Carlisle because apparently he went up towards friends when he moved to clubs and was like, Hikey Dikey, Hikey Dikey. And they were like, what the hell are you talking about? Are you okay? Hikey uh, <laughs> Dikey. Bonus, bonus points if you know what Hikey Dikey means. Um, Gotta shout oh. out your name. Gotta shout out your name. It means uh, literally hike over a dike. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, question, uh, question number two: What does Grant describe as the best cartoon ever? Oh God! Oh God! Oh, um, <sighs> The Undertaker. Yes. Uh, is it The Jetsons? No, it is not. No. It, is it Thundercats? <laughs> uh, what's your name? Oh, Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Your answer, Thundercats, is correct. Thundercats. Yes. You're correct. One point. Very quickly, he does mention the Jetsons. Yeah. Because it was. It's such a weird bit where he talks about Simon Grayson, and he says that every time I wanted to talk to Simon Grayson, he'd zoom off, and I ended up calling him the Jetsons because whenever I wanted to see him, he'd suddenly zoomed off and disappeared. The thing about the Jetsons is they were in the future. It wasn't they zoomed off. So weird. It's like, oh, that's Simon Grayson. He's a cartoon family that zooms off. Unbelievable. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll... Six. Six that's... out of ten. <laughs> that's a consistent description of Simon Grayson across all the books. Yeah. <laughs> He's a futuristic family. Um, what is Grant's number one reason for the North being better than the South? Humor. Hum- is that humor? Oh, Trish does. Come humor. on, Tash. It is correct. Like sense of humor, yeah. It is correct. Uh, his, other op- his other things are thick-skinned character, people are more chilled out, scenery and chippies. Um, <laughs> and finally, what service station is Grant describing? Ticks all the boxes. Can't, can't go <laughs> oh, wrong. Oh, at the, uh, the Undertaker. Oh, yes. Warwick. Very good. Way. I'm, I'm thinking because um, I, I just want to know what boxes. What are the <laughs> <Yeah>. boxes here? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got everything. Anyone has any thoughts on Grant's book? If you've read it or you've got some burning questions, get in touch at Footy Book Club on Twitter, Football Book Club on Instagram. We're going to have a new show called Wider Reading every few episodes where we're going to go into more depth and answer any questions you have. So please do send them in. Uh, other than that, please subscribe, review the podcast, follow us. Any last words, guys? Hikey dikey. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Thanks for listening to the Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, Natasha Daniels, and James Balgen. It was produced and created by James Bug, and I know what you're asking, what are they all up to now? Well, after being turned down for a dream job at Cadbury World, Grant went on to enjoy a career in wrestling. Sadly, he's yet to win the Duolingo Goblet. Brian Gunn still hasn't paid to get sun cream dry cleaned at a Wes Houlihan suit. Natasha Daniels was dishonorably discharged from Alton Towers for her uncontrollable temper, classic Aries. Butterworth and Crook will be appearing in the upcoming Chicken Run 2. The book is still very hard hard to track down release it worldwide norwich and if you have any idea who or what ibiza jack is please do get in touch we'll see you next week bye bye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.